welcome to On The Way. I'm Pastor Kevin. I'm here with Pastor Jeff. Hello. However and wherever you may be joining us from, we're so glad you're tuned in to today's program. Pastor Jeff, it's hard to believe it's May. Oh, I know. This year has flown by, hasn't it? It really has, but I don't know about you. I'm so excited. Uh, The weather's getting a little warmer. Mm. Have you been able to do anything outside? Oh, yeah. We, uh, We did that. A month ago, we, we tried to do that before Easter, remember? Don't <laughs> yeah. want to tear up the yard around Easter That's time. That's true. That's right. Well, you know, the next big major holiday, Pastor Jeff, is Cinco de next, Mayo. Uh, well, I, oh, I wasn't sorry. actually thinking of that one, well, but I guess I'll, it is Cinco de Mayo, and that'll in, be in a couple Wednesday. of days. Yeah, yeah I, I like tacos, you know, so. Well, I thought, I thought that was Taco Tuesday, Pastor well, Jeff. Well, last year was the, the Mecca of taco lovers cinco de mayo was on a tuesday so it was it was just taco heaven well i was actually referring to (laughs) next sunday is mother's day right and we want to give a little preview (laughs) we're so excited about next sundays on the way because for the first time ever we've actually got guests scheduled to be with us oh yeah it's gonna be great you don't want to miss it and we have two special guests Two guests, not just one. We have two. And we're actually having both of our moms join us (laughs) next Sunday for the broadcast. And whether you're listening on the radio, whether you're listening on the podcast, if you're on the podcast, we want to encourage you to rate and review and share our podcast, whether you're listening on your favorite podcasting app app or Apple or Spotify. However, we're glad you're tuned in. But Pastor Jeff, we're really not here today to talk about... uh, Mother's Day oh. or our Cinco de Mayo tacos. <laughs> our tacos. <laughs> we, we really wanted to kind of dive in today, and uh, one of the things we were talking about was uh, it's really kind of a, a heavy topic. Yeah, see. yeah, you know. But uh, we called this on the way, and you know we're all on the way somewhere. And you, we say a lot. You might be on your way to church. You might be on your way to the fridge, or you might be on your way to Grandma's house. Who knows where you're at? But you know, there's, there's, uh, Pastor Kevin, you've been to Lynchburg, haven't you? Many times. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, and you live down in Fincastle. Right. So how do you go to get to Lynchburg? Well, if I was going to go to Lynchburg, I mean, I'd go down Route 220 and it would hit 460 and I would turn left on 460 and run right into Lynchburg. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, if I was going to go to Lynchburg from Covington, I would go a different route. I would go down 64 and go up and over the mountain and end up uh, right there in Lynchburg, you know? Uh, so it kind of made me think as we were kind of talking about this prior to this episode, we were thinking, you know, you hear a lot of times from people that there's many, many ways to get to heaven, right? It doesn't matter which way you're on, as long as, you know, you're a good person or whatever. They have all kinds of stipulations that are going to get you there. But is that true? Let's talk about that a little bit. Is it, is it true that there's multiple ways, just like there's multiple ways to get to Lynchburg? Well, yeah, and unfortunately, even sometimes we hear when someone passes away, someone Mm. dies, Mm -hmm. uh, people always, their first reaction is, well, he's in a better place. Right, right. She's uh, more happy now. Or she's not in pain anymore. Right, you don't ever hear anybody say, well, Uncle Fred's in hell. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, yeah, as I've often said, when's the last time you've been to the funeral? And you heard a preacher at a funeral say, well, you know, we know Bob, he's in hell. Right, <laughs> right, right. And, you know, we should say up front that we're going to be talking about, we're not, we don't mean to be insensitive with this. We realize that, that people have lost loved ones. In fact, you and I both, Pastor Kevin, have lost loved ones that are 
some in heaven and some in hell, unfortunately. And and uh, we're we're going to talk about this as sensitively as we can. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, you know, it does remind me. There's a lot of uh, when we think about this topic, though. Uh, before we dive in, you know, it kind of reminds me of an old uh, story somebody said once. I don't know if you've heard it, Pastor Jeff. Where um, uh, there was this guy in town, and man, he was a scoundrel. Mm. I mean, he was awful. <laughs> Everybody knew it. He yeah. uh, abused his family. He was a drunk. I mean, he was just a real bad dude, and he passed away. Uh, but his brother. Uh, was very wealthy. I mean, very, Mm. very wealthy. And so before the funeral, he said to the pastor that was going to be conducting the funeral, listen, I will give you $10,000 if you say my brother was a saint. Oh, boy. And, you know, everybody's (laughs) thinking, well, I mean, there's no way the pastor with integrity could do that because everybody knew this guy wasn't a saint. And so uh, the funeral came and the pastor, really creative fella, said, uh, you know, old Bob passed away. And then he listed all the bad things he did. He was a Mm. scoundrel, abused his family. He was a drunk. He was terrible. But compared to his brother, he was a real saint. <laughs> so, you know, I don't know if he got his $10,000 oh, no. or whatever. but uh, uh, Well, that was a pretty creative way around that problem, wasn't it? <laughs> and some people, unfortunately, try to get creative about what it takes to get to heaven. But really, Jesus answered the question when he said exclusively in John 14, 6, which is the theme verse for our broadcast That's where true. Jesus yeah. said, I am the way. And really what that means is there is actually a way. You can know the way. The way is available. He said, I am the way. I am the truth and the life. And no one, no one gets to heaven, comes to the Father except through me. Right. Uh, Elsewhere, Jesus would say, narrow is the way. Yeah, I was going to say, that's Matthew chapter 7, an excerpt from... The longest sermon that Jesus ever preached, the Sermon on the Mountain, uh, and uh, and he says that narrow is the way and and uh, few and difficult it. is the road. Yeah. Oh boy, isn't that right? True? Yeah. As we go through life, as we're on the way, and again, you might be on the way to work or on the way back from work, and life is hard today. Yeah, yeah it is, and especially. As we, uh, as loved ones pass, or we lose people that are close to us, I think. Um, we want to sometimes deny the reality of what the afterlife, what the Bible says the afterlife is, and what the, what it is is that people are going to live forever, truly. We say this a lot. You say this a lot. They'll live forever in one of two places. Yeah, everyone lives forever somewhere. The only question is where. That's right. right. And there are only two options, a right. wonderful place called heaven hmm. and a terrible place called hell. And everyone, I've personally never met anyone who doesn't want to go to heaven, Pastor Jeff? Have you ever met no. anyone that doesn't want to go to heaven? I have. Actually, I have, have met you? a few folks. Really? That, they yes. just said, no, I'll take the alternative? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's interesting. And, and, and that is... It's, it's very sad. Terribly very sad. sad. But I think what we're talking about here is when there is somebody that passes, people say, oh, you know, well, they're in a better place. Maybe, but maybe not. Maybe not, right, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and I think, and as we get into this this episode, we're going to kind of talk about heaven and hell, and 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 maybe we could even uh, kind of see what maybe some other world religions might 
might think or say about heaven or hell. And maybe we can kind of get to the bottom of why people want to just kind of deny the existence of that afterlife. Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, so many folks today claim to be into spiritual things. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's the term we hear today, yeah. spirituality. I'm, I'm spiritual, but that doesn't necessarily mean that they're what the Bible calls saved. Right. Uh, you know, they, they might even be churched. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. maybe they've never actually been changed by the power of the gospel. Mm. And so the answer to the question, you know, are there many ways to get from where we are to, I think you use Lynchburg as an example, right. yeah. and the answer yeah. is yes, there's multiple yeah. roads. But are there many roads to get from where we are to heaven? And the answer is no, there's only one way, and the way is Jesus Christ. And we hope you're on the way to heaven. And if you have questions about that, we'd love to help you out. You can send an email to OTW, OTW for on the way at fincastlebaptist.org. And after the this short break, we'll come back and talk about some of the different ways that various religions think that you have to do to get to heaven. Men. You do not want to miss the Sharpening Bible Study happening at Fincastle Baptist Church. Join us at either one of our campuses for a great meal and a time of discussion about the book of VIP by O.S. Hawkins. Learn how to live a life of influence through vision, integrity, and purpose. Through inspirational stories, biblical examples, and charged challenges towards greatness, O.S. Hawkins illuminates a path for you to uncover what it's going to take for you to become a VIP. To register for this time of study and growth, just go to fincastlebaptist.org forward slash men or call the church office at 540-473-2861. We hope to see you there. Game on! This year's Vacation Bible School is on the way to Fincastle Baptist Church, and we want your child to join in on the fun. This year's video game-themed VBS will be packed with fun games, interactive stories, and biblical lessons that will keep your child talking about it long after it's over. Our Highlands Campus will be holding their VBS on July 26th through the 30th, so save the date on your calendar and register today. To register, just go to fincastlebaptist.org forward slash events and look for the Highlands Campus VBS logo. We hope to see your kid there. Well, welcome back. We're so glad you've joined us again for On The Way. And you know, before the break, Pastor Kevin, we were talking about heaven and hell and and multiple ways, or people think there are multiple ways to get there. And you know, I, I got to thinking about um, that uh, that sticker, that bumper sticker that you see all the time now, <laughs> yes. that, that coexist, coexist sticker. You know, oh, it's I so famous. I do not famous. like that bumper sticker. Oh, me either. You know, and, and, and as a society... We want, uh, in America, we want inclusivity. We want mm. everyone to be included. And so yeah. I think that may be why we, we don't like the idea of Christianity, because Christianity is very exclusive. It says there is only one way to heaven. But let's, let's kind of dive into a little bit those, uh, those major world religions, and, and, and there's five of them. So why don't you, uh, why don't you explain or at least tell us what the, what the five major world religions are? Yeah, I mean, uh, there's some estimates that say that there are more than 1,500 different religions or religious organizations in America alone. Mm, But worldwide, just from a big picture uh, looking at it, there's some major world religions. Now, each of them have different 
you know, denominations and differences. Uh, sure. But, you know, we hear a lot today about Islam. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, some estimates say there is about uh, between one and a half and two billion people uh, in the world that claim Islam as their religion. In the United States, it's somewhere around seven to 10 million people uh, affiliate with Islam. Obviously, you know, the the founder, the key figure in Islam is Muhammad. Yeah. You yeah. hear about that. Uh, there's right. Judaism is the second major world religion. Uh, estimates around 14 to 15 million um, people claim Judaism as their religion. About 6 million in the United States. And those would less. be those that attend like a temple you're Correct. talking about. Okay. Yeah. You know, those that would say, you know, they're Jews. They would go to the temple. And uh, uh, little lesser known ones, but a still major world religion would be Hinduism. Okay. And uh, when we think of Hinduism, we we mainly think of you know the Far East, mm. uh, you know in India and places like that. There's about 860 to 900 million uh, people in the world uh, that claim yeah. to be Hindus. About you know two to three million in the United States. Uh, uh, India is really popular. That's the major religion there. Then there's Buddhism, also you know in the uh, very popular in the Far East. About 400 million people claim to be Buddhist. About two million in the United States. And then obviously the fifth one. So you get Islam, you got Judaism, you got Hinduism, you got Buddhism, and then of course you got Christianity. And, and that's Christ- not an inclusive list. I mean, there, as you yeah. said, there's 1,500 or more religious organizations in America alone. Yeah. So obviously, this isn't all inclusive. It's just a, the major ones, right? Just the five kind of big ones that you, yeah. that people think about, and right. and obviously within Christianity, there's just a multitude of denominations and differences and everything. But I, that I, might be a whole nother podcast. That, maybe that would we need be a to, good idea. Maybe we need to dig into that again. Maybe after Mother's Day, <laughs> maybe Pastor we can do that. Jeff, yeah. We could do that one. Uh, yeah. That's a good idea. Uh, you know, and obviously when it comes to Christianity, you know, the key figure is Jesus. And the, uh, uh, you know, the scripture basis there is the Bible. But I think somebody said once, uh, the biggest difference between Christianity and every other religion on the face of the earth uh, is every other religion can be spelled D-O, what I have to do to Mm. earn God's approval, Mm. what I have to do to go to heaven. And Christianity yeah. can be spelled D O N E. Yeah, it's done. done. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That is so. That's such a great point. You know, what do I have to do? And a lot of times we approach Christianity that way, don't mm, we? We do. And we think of we think, well, I, I have to have Jesus plus whatever, fill in the blank, and and and, and then I'll have God's favor. But I think the real equation is Jesus plus nothing. This is an exclusive to me. I've heard someone else say this before, but Jesus plus nothing equals everything. Mm, that's and, good. Yeah, and the the do and done. I think about that passage in the Psalms where it says, "God brought me out onto the broad place." You know, it's kind of like God brought us out of off of the balance beam. We're not. We don't have to perform anymore. And, and Romans eight says that the work is done. It's finished. Christ has done it all. 
And, and I love the fact that you brought that out, that that distinguishes Christianity from other relation, religions do and done. So, so great. Wow. You know, somebody else said once the biggest difference between Christianity and other uh, religions is the fact that the God we serve is alive. Mm, yeah. You know, most of these other major religions yeah. we went through real quick, right. they're serving dead gods. And we talked about that around Easter, yes. about how that was the resurrection is one of the things that separates Christianity from other religions in the world. Yeah, yeah. No, no doubt. And uh, again, if you're listening on a podcast, we would encourage you to go back and on your favorite podcasting app and you can find those episodes. And uh, and again, if you're listening on a podcast, we want to encourage you to rate and to share this podcast. Please. It, it'll really mean a lot to us. It helps kind of get the word out and allow other people. But when we think of these different world religions, uh, you know, Pastor Jeff, it... it it's really heartbreaking. We went over those numbers rather quickly. Yeah. But to think about, you know, uh, approximately 2 billion people in the world that follow Islam. I think nearly 15 million that follow Judaism. You know, yeah. 800 yeah. to 900 million Hindus. 400 million Buddhists, approximately. And they have very little hope. Right. As right. you mentioned, they're yeah. always striving. They're trying to do yeah. something. Yeah. Yeah. And the, 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 one of the other things that I think of that kind of separates Christianity from other world religions is uh, other world religions say, well, God is out there somewhere. You can find him. He's somewhere. You got to do these things and then you'll find God maybe. But Christianity is the only religion where God comes to us, you know, and that that to me is just so exciting that that we don't have to go and find him. He searches for us. The scriptures tell us that that he seeks us. He pursues us. And that is so there's so much hope in that. So there's a great encouragement for you, the listener today, the fact that God is seeking you no matter where you are and no matter where you're on the way today. Uh, you might be on the way to work. You might be on the way to church. What a great thought, Pastor Jeff, that the God of heaven is seeking us. And he's seeking us because he wants us to know him and have a relationship with him. Right. Yeah. I came to seek and to save those that were lost. And who's lost? All of us. Yeah. All I heard recently, you know, maybe what's worse than being lost is being lost and no one searching for you. Mm, yeah, yeah. And you know, the great news of the gospel is there is someone that is searching for us. But right. I know those of us that know Jesus, we have a heart to share our faith with other people. And we after should, the break, anyway. <laughs> you know, we'll, we'll talk about how do I do that practically? What are some practical do's and don'ts? What are some ways I can witness to people maybe that hold a different... Um, religious viewpoint mm, that yeah. I do. Okay. And you might have questions about that. And again, we encourage you to just send us an email at OTW for on the way at fincastlebaptist.org. So after the break, we'll come back and talk about yeah. uh, just some ways to share our faith with those that maybe see things differently than we do. Fincastle Baptist Church Highlands Campus is excited to invite you to join our church family. With programs and events for kids, youth, men, 
women, and the church in general, you are sure to find some way to be involved and connected to our community. On Sundays at 9 a.m., we have connect groups available where you can study the Bible and share life experiences. Then at 10.45 a.m., join us for our in-person Sunday service with live worship and a message from one of our pastors. Kids Church happens at the same time as our Sunday services so that both you and your child can hear the Word of God. There's a ton more to offer at the Highlands Campus. For more information on the church and our programming and events, go to fincastlebaptist.org and click on the Highlands Campus link. Now let's get back to On the Way with Pastor Kevin and Pastor Jeff. Well, welcome back to On the Way with Pastor Kevin and Pastor Jeff. We're so glad you're tuning in, however and wherever you may be listening. Uh, so glad to have you listening today, whether it's on the radio or listening to this podcast. Pastor Jeff, we've been talking about a pretty serious subject, and the yeah. subject has been heaven and how there's a way to heaven. And we talked about the different world religions, and uh, you know, but but how do I? How do I really kind of share what I believe with someone who mm. maybe believes differently than me? That's a really good question, you know, and I think I think that is definitely scary, right? It's scary even to share your faith with maybe even your own family that maybe doesn't necessarily believe a different religion than you. And I think a lot of times, Pastor Kevin, the reason we don't do that is maybe because we don't know what we believe. You know, I've heard a lot of people, I know you have too, well, you ask them, well, why do you believe that? Well, uh, everybody always taught me that. I learned that in Sunday school. Or grandma said it was this way, you know. And we don't know what we believe. And I think we're going we're gonna to get into Second Peter chapter 3 passage later on. But, but verse 15 of that chapter, it says that we ought to be ready at all times to give an answer for the hope that lies within us. You yeah. know, and, and, and actually, the first part of that verse is the key. It says, set apart Christ Jesus as yeah. Lord. Yes. Yeah. So even before I can be ready to give an answer, as you so wonderfully said, right. I've got to know what I believe. I've got to know that Jesus is my Lord, mm -hmm. that he is the CEO of my life. Yeah. He is the boss. <laughs> uh, right. you know, so once I set apart Christ as Lord... Mm. Then I've got to be ready, but then there's that last part oh, that yeah. we often skip yeah, over. Yeah. But yeah. do this with gentleness and respect. Gentleness and respect. Yeah, and we miss that a lot of times, don't we? We want to we want to go beat people over the head with our big family Bible, you know, that we got off our coffee table that we haven't cracked open maybe <laughs> in a year or so. But uh, that's not the way God wants us to share our faith. That's not the way Jesus did it. And you know, Jesus has a great example of how to share his faith and 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 obviously he is the founder of our faith it mm. says in hebrews that he is the author of our faith and but uh, as you look in john chapter 4 in his interaction with the samaritan woman at the well the a rejected outcast of society someone that was hated the least of the people of that day and jesus's interactions with them can teach us a lot about how to share our faith with people that we encounter yeah, the first thing is we think of that story. What he did is he just tried to cultivate a friendship. Uh, he just right. tried to yeah. strike up a conversation. Maybe part of the reason why we never share our faith is because we never actually share our mm. faith. We, yeah. we never actually open our <laughs> mouth and share our faith. We, we, right. we think, well, maybe 
my lifestyle will be my witness. Mm-hmm. And, and it should be. But yet the Bible kind of speaks about the importance of witnessing not only with my lifestyle, but with my words. Mm, yeah, and I think I think Jonathan Edwards said something like that, didn't he? Preach the gospel at all times, and if necessary, use words. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, exactly. So, I mean, I think Jesus did that, and then he used a common interest they had. He was, he he was, was thirsty. thirsty. Yeah. yeah. Needed water. water. Yeah. Something everybody can relate to. Right. You know, water. We've all been thirsty. We've all, you mm. know, had times in our life where, man, I'm just thirsty. Maybe working out, yeah. uh, cutting the grass out in a hot summer day oh, or, you know, at the beach and, uh, you know, wherever. So we can Nothing tastes so good as that that cold water, you know, that you get right after you're so hot and sweaty and, and you just get that first drink of water. And I think that's exactly what Jesus was telling that woman at the well. You know, something else that I noticed in that story is that Jesus doesn't come in to the woman at the well and say, you're a terrible, rotten sinner. Right. He doesn't condemn her. He doesn't condemn her. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think criticizing people and being negative and, as you said Mm. earlier, beating people over the head with the gospel, (laughs) I mean, that's not an effective way. We don't see that modeled in Scripture. Mm -mm. We we don't see Jesus ridiculing them. you know, he wasn't negative. He he tried to, he spoke the truth, but he did it in love. Right. Yeah. Yeah, he did. He did. And, and he made sure that their conversation didn't get sidetracked. Mm. He made sure that his conversation was about salvation. Yeah, because she at one point in the story in John 4 tried to bring up a religious dispute. She right. said, you know, well, us Samaritans think we should worship here and you yeah. Jews think you should worship over there. And she tried to side. Mm-hmm. And boy, don't a lot of people do that today. Oh, they'll, they'll say thing. Well, you know, if God is so good, why do bad things happen right. to good people? Right. You That's know? a whole nother whole nother episode. <laughs> I mean, they'll always try to sidetrack the issue. Yeah. And I think yeah. what we can learn from this story is the fact that we just have to stay faithful to the gospel. Mm, yeah. 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 And stay focused on that relationship with her. You know, Jesus stayed focused on her. Even when the disciples came up and said, oh, what are you doing? You shouldn't be talking to her. He was like, no, no, stop. I'm I'm dealing with her because I have to, as I've got to do what the, God, the father is asking me to do. And he didn't get frustrated with her. He stayed patient. He was very patient with her. And so when I think about how to maybe share my faith with someone who is different, you know, just some practical ideas there. But I think the, the main thing is actually share your faith. And what does that mean? That means just kind of talking about what my life was like before Jesus, mm. how I came to know Jesus. Yeah how Jesus helps me today yes, and how they can know Jesus. Right. I mean, that's basically what it means to share my faith. Right. And I tell people all the time that are, that come to me and say, well, Pastor Jeff, how do I share my faith? I'm so scared. What if they ask me a question I don't know the answer to? And I tell them this, I say, just take it back to what God has done for you because you're an expert mm, in that. That's good. You can speak authoritatively about what Jesus Christ has done for you personally. And if you take it back to that, they can't question that. And I think, as we said earlier, uh, again, just to kind of wrap up there, it, it starts with us personally setting apart Christ Jesus as Lord. That's right. And then once we've done that, we need to be prepared. Mm. And then thirdly, we got to make sure that we do it with gentleness 
and respect. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because there's right. a lot of people that miss one of those steps. Right, right. And they and to be honest, the world, the unsaved person kind of expects us to come at them with uh, hellfire and brimstone, you know, but I think you can you can win people by a softer word. Yeah, and I think the key is ultimately we have to understand that it's not our job to win anybody that's to Jesus. Right. That's, that's right. the Holy Spirit's job. Right. Our job, our responsibility is simply to be faithful in sharing what Jesus has done in our life. That's right. That's right. Well, very quickly, I mean, let's just list right down through these. Give us some practical ways, some practical things that we should do and things that we shouldn't do. Let's just list them off real quick. Uh, well, we shouldn't criticize because, you know, that's not going to be effective. We, right. we we shouldn't ridicule them for their beliefs, no matter how out there they may seem. Mm, yeah. uh, it doesn't help to be negative. It's... Don't be negative. So don't criticize. Don't ridicule. Don't be negative. But, but do love again speak the truth but But do it in love right right um i I think it's really always powerful if you can ask if you can pray for them right by name yes try to see the best in them Uh, try to put yourself in their place yeah and then lastly i think this is probably the most important one be prepared yeah you got to be ready (laughs) you got to be ready because we don't know where you're on the way till today but Our prayer is that somebody will come across your path, that God will give you a divine appointment, Mm. and you may be the only Jesus someone will see today. So if we can help you, we hope you'll send us an email at otw at fincastlebaptist.org. That's otw at fincastlebaptist.org. And once again, if you're listening via podcast, if you'd rate and review and share this, it would mean a lot to us. Thank you so much for joining us. Have a great day. You've been listening to On The Way with Pastor Kevin and Pastor Jeff. Do you have a question for the pastors? Feel free to email them at otw at fincastlebaptist.org. To listen to more On The Way, just go to fincastlebaptist.org forward slash otw or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Thanks for listening to us on 101.9 The River.